everyone, and welcome to the Dr. Christopher Hall Show. And I'm excited to welcome the program, Dr. Christopher Hall. Dr. Hall, how are you? Thank you for your service again. And it's getting, you're really in some challenging times for you uh, battling the coronavirus, aren't you? I would say so. And, and we're starting to get very busy, uh, but working hard and taking care of patients. And so, uh, but um, with the uh, new vaccine coming, I'm also excited about that. But I'm very excited about the guest that we have today. All right, go ahead and introduce her, please. Well, no problem. We know it's my uh, honor and great pleasure to introduce a a uh, volleyball Olympian, a volleyball world champion, uh, who uh, started in Brazil, but she's competed professionally in the United States and Italy, and used most of her career to help in humanitarian causes. And so, uh, it's my great honor to welcome to the show, Miss Jackie. Silva. Welcome to the show, Miss Silva. Hello, thank you. Thank you to invite me to be here today. Absolutely. We're happy to have you here. And uh, thank you again for uh, doing this. So go ahead, Dr. Hall, with your first question. Well, no problem. I mean, I think, you know, one of the central things we want to talk about uh, is sports and, uh, and women and, and pretty much um, uh, the unfairness that we've seen over the years. But uh, if Jack would just tell us a little bit about how she um, got interested in volleyball there in Brazil and what that meant to her by being involved in volleyball as a young person. Yeah, I, I started playing uh, vo volleyball at the beach in Copacabana Beach. And uh, and then uh, I started playing indoor volleyball. And I played two two Olympic Games and after indoor volleyball and after a while I, I make this change to beach volleyball and fortunately I I could play the the first uh, the first time when beach volleyball uh, started the Olympic Games it was in Atlanta 19, 1986 and um and then that's my whole entire my whole entire life. My career was the uh, 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 volleyball player. Wow. Okay. Now it's, tell tell us what made you such a talented volleyball player. I don't know. I think it, I I like the sport a lot, and uh, fortunately I. I could I I couldn't be um, I I could ever think to 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 be uh, Olympic champion at the at the indoor volleyball. Importantly, I could change uh, for I start played at the beach and uh, became a Olympic champion at beach volleyball. Well, awesome! All right, Doctor. All next question for. Yeah, that's great. I mean, you know, and what she's saying is that um, when when beach volleyball became an Olympic um, uh, uh, sport, uh, and and she was involved in it, uh, that uh, she went on to win a gold medal. So that's that's great. Um, and so Miss Silva, uh, that uh, experience for you was obviously very liberating. Um, and that's kind of the thing. I, the question I had about sports in Brazil and in sports all over the world. Um, as viewed by the United Nations and, and what sports um, 
they believe can do for young people. You tell us about that. What can these Olympic sports do for young people so far as affecting their life, uh, exposing them to things, uh, educational advancement, those kind of things? Uh, I think sports is, is a great education, especially, especially right now uh, when we live this, um, this hard time with this um, um, this virus and uh, the young and the kids, they are totally out of out of the out of the balance. So if you if you if you if you like since you you you're born since you're kids since you're growing if you start working with sports. You you can learn a lot. You 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 learn. Um, um, uh, you, you you can be social with with sport. You can um, uh, work with a uh, as a, uh, how to say uh, teamwork. You you also can have a collaboration. You also can can become a leader. You, you can work with the. Uh, it's a lot of things. You 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 can you know like you, you do sports as a, is a, like a, a a fun thing, and you you work it uh, skills for your life through the sport. I mean, I think sports is a great thing to do since you were a kid. You should never stop to do sport. I agree. I think what sports teaches you. So many ways, Miss Silva, what it teaches you is lots of certain skill sets that you need in life. You need the ability to be a team leader, but also be a follower. You need to be able to follow direction and yet work hard. You put a lot of different skills that you list that's part of the game of life, right? Yes, right. And the other, one thing is great about it. It's, you know, when you you learn sports, you learn how to fall and to be in and to uh, stand back again. You know, that's a good thing. And it's it's different when you 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 do some mistake when you do sports. And if you have some mistake, and you all can repeat and do it back again. It's funny how I see the kids doing right now when they do something wrong, when they do some mistake, they feel so bad. I don't understand. You know, they they feel like a shame because they they made a mistake, and so that that it, it's wrong. You need the mistakes. You need the ob- obstacles, uh, obstacles. To, to you know, you need challenge to make you uh, to 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 build your character. You build your you know the way you're gonna grow. You need to think like this. Can you have in doing the sport? You know. I think you can understand. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's you just gave some great great life lessons to understand that kids don't like making mistakes in sports, like maybe 
when I grew up and Jackie played and also Dr. Hall, I played college basketball, but we had, we had to make mistakes. Great. become better. You can't become better without making mistakes in life either. So go ahead, Dr. Hall with your next question for Jackie. Wow. It's very true. And, and, you know, and said in such a passionate way by the Olympian and world champion. Um, and so sports, particularly on the national level with the Olympics, uh, can influence uh, social environments and, and, and what's going on in the, the world at that time. And particularly, um, Ms. Silva, tell us a little bit about the, this organization um, that is actually under the um, um, umbrella of the United Nations called the United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization, or UNESCO. Tell us a little about UNESCO and kind of what's the purpose of UNESCO. UNESCO is, uh, so I, 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 I have the chance to work with UNESCO. I, I have this project in Brazil. And then um, I, I, I have uh, a mixed um, a kid who have more, uh, how can I say? Some kids, they, they have a lot. Some kids, they have less. <laughs> but both sides of the woods, so they they complete each other, you know. So and then I I I have I went I give this to, to the UNESCO and they they choose my project because this is like you you know if you you see some kids they have a lot they have a, they have a, a, a great education. Here in Brazil, né? the difference uh, are really, are, are really big, you know. Some some people have a lot, and some people have nothing. And the sports, you can make them together. You can put them together, and they cannot. They're not gonna feel the difference. So that's how I. I that's a show to the UNESCO. That's, could be the perfect word, you know, because even though if you have everything, you always gonna um, miss something. And so those ones who don't have everything have other things different. Maybe they have the, the eyes, they have their ears, they more, have more attention, they they want more opportunities, so they they you know they expect more. It, those who has a lot, maybe they are like lazy, or they don't—they don't understand the world the way that it should be, you know. So, um, I, I had this project when I put the kids together, and then the UNESCO um, agree with this, <laughs> and they—they—they they, they choose. Me me to to be an, an ambassador for them and and uh, and this and open the things and today I mean I'm gonna watch with them for this. Hope you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so you know, be part of that let her run movement, uh, Jackie. It's just fantastic because again, really looking at the the female athlete, right? That is being. Uh, uh, you know, not uh, 
getting the same rights as individual as as everyone else, right? Really looking at the the equality that we need to have in sports, right? Well, let's run it's a campaign uh, for Semenya, uh, Kasta Semenya. Uh, she's a wonderful athlete. And now, um, so they decided she cannot run for the next Olympic Games because they changed the rule. And they, they said, it's, they, now they're saying, almost the same, she's not an, a woman enough to be able to compete against other women. That's what they're saying. And she, she's a fantastic athlete. She was born like this, so she has, if she has some, if she has something different, it is a natural thing. It's not a from other, from, from other things. She was born like this and she should be able to compete against the other woman. That's the campaign. Yes. And really looking at specifically enough, Jackie, the, that, that, again, that we shouldn't discriminate against in, in things like this, right? That basically, if you're born that way, you should have the opportunity. Exactly. Um, it, it, it seems like he, it, it's always, um, I, it, it, it's like this, you know, it's, women always fight for some right. We, we, we always know like this. So this is the beginning. Uh, like I don't know if you have the opportunity to watch the 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 video. So this is the beginning, and I don't know the sixties and the to compete in the Olympic Games, the women have to prove, it. you know, we are the women, we are women, real women, to be able to compete. So I, so the men doesn't so we always have to pass for something really strange so right now the thing is uh the word the words changing is, is different now so, you know we we have to to understand people were born in different manners so uh when the when do you see like uh Wizard Bolt or Michael Phelps, uh, uh, those athletes, they are wonderful. You don't even question why they're so good, you know. You just, you know, you just be happy because they are so wonderful, you know. And the, when the women come out, like he, uh, Semenya, why? Some people are, should be questioned. You know, it's the same thing, the same equality, the same skill. You know, you, you, why do you think it, um, uh, like he both runs so fast and Phelps win everything? So you, you have to think, oh, those, those special people, it's like her, she's a special people. But why she cannot do what she she knows how to do? Absolutely. 
All right. Well, we're definitely going to have to check out more of that information. Uh, Dr. Hall, can you summarize Jackie Silva for us? Oh, yeah. Well, no problem. I mean, this is incredible. Jackie Silva, I mean, uh, Olympic champion, world champion volleyball, has used a lot of her life and a lot of her fame in sports to help humanitarian causes, being part of UNESCO, now taking up this new battle, you know, with the campaign, Let Her Run. I mean, clearly, um, you know, it looks like discrimination against women based on something uh, like testosterone levels. So, again, she's standing up to um, to uh, to fight for, for women uh, who want to uh, compete in the Olympics, who want to be international, champ- international champions like herself, and um, who want to just be all they can be. So, I mean, it's awesome. I'm so excited that uh, Ms. Silva came on the show today uh, to share her campaign. Thank you, Silva. Thank you. The campaign is uh, hashtag Let Her Run, and uh, people should get uh, should get in and watch the campaign, watch the video, and tweet it to Missy Coey, and uh, and uh, understand why they don't they don't allow her to run, and try to make it their mind and make them to change and let her run the next Olympic Games in Tokyo. Well, we appreciate it. Thank you again. Uh, con- uh, congratulations on all your sec- success, uh, Ms. Silva, and thanks for stopping by. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all. All right, that guys, that was the Dr. Christopher Hall Show. Thank Take you. care, everyone. Neil Haley here. Lensec has been a sponsor of the Neil Haley Show and Total Media Network for around a year and a half. And I wanted to tell you a little bit about Lensec. Lensec has been a pioneer in IP security video since 1998. The company is a trusted security partner with experience around the world. Lensec has experience working with customers in higher education, K through 12 education, government, public safety, critical infrastructure, healthcare, commercial, and more. The physical security experts at Lensec help customers develop enterprise solutions for their complex physical security projects using our flagship software, Perspective VMS. Lensex enterprise level video management software, Perspective VMS is a browser-based software that streams and captures IP security camera video. The latest version of PVMS uses HTML5 interactive features in a thin client application that is designed to provide real-time situational awareness. Access control and other advanced features are integrated into a unified security platform, creating an ability to track behavior and movement while monitoring the live or recorded video. For more information, please visit lensec.com. And now back to the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the special simulcast of the Neil Haley Show and your beautiful day on the Gratitude Radio Network. And uh, I can't believe we're into December, but this is a perfect time to talk to somebody that talks about a healthy home, especially when we're kind of stuck, especially if we live in the Northeast with really not to do anything when you're in lockdown and parts of the country. But I'm excited to welcome first my co-hosts, Jen Mogg and Pearl Serenza, but I guess, Jen, you're going to introduce Pearl, but Jen, how are you? And don't you agree? You're lucky you're in Florida that at least you're not so stuck in your home, like lots of people in the Northeast and other places in the country. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Welcome to your beautiful day. Thank you, Neil, so much. 
Um, it's a beautiful day in Tampa. It's 70 degrees. My house is open. It's probably going to get up to 75 today. And it's, it's always literally a beautiful day in Tampa. And I'm very happy that we have America's um, healthy home expert with us. And because of that, I have to, I have to volley this over to Pearl because this is her wheelhouse. So thank you all for joining us and listening to us and following us on your beautiful day where we are full of gratitude. And I have a lot of gratitude for Pearl. Pearl, how are you doing today? Hey, everybody. I am doing awesome. And yes, it is a beautiful day here in Florida, but I do remember living up north, Neil, in Virginia and how cold it would get. And, and, um, and like Jen said, I'm so excited for today's guest because I remember in Virginia, it would be so the yeah. humidity in the house and everything with the heat on and everything. So I'm really excited to hear our guest share today. And um, so my name again is Pearl and I'm the owner of Women's Successful Living. And I am excited because our guest today is the founder of My Healthy Home. She's recognized as America's healthy home expert. Uh, she is also a certified mold remediator, environmental allergy consultant, an indoor environmental investigator. And she is named recently 2020 top leading women entrepreneur. So I'm excited to introduce you guys today to Caroline Blavzowski. Hi guys, how are you? Fantastic. I'm Caroline, that, wow, you know, you have such a great uh title of all these expertise wow i mean i'm like holy cow all these different things you can do to help people in the home and it's, it's a challenge when you say before we get to other questions with covid19 once it hit i'm sure that a lot of people that you consulted clients different people that followed you were just really confused at first with the lockdown right especially being stuck in the home a little bit more than usual it's been insane, you guys, like completely insane. I mean, I've been a healthy home expert for 20 years. So this isn't something that's new because of COVID, but it's become new because all of a sudden everyone in America and the world have been so glued to, oh my gosh, I'm in my home all this time. Uh, I'm spending time in my home. I don't feel well in my home. COVID's in my home. So now we're inundated. Like you can't even imagine. So I love to answer questions and, and get people really thinking about their home. So like, fire away anything you want to know like i'm here to the world's your oyster <laughs> ask it wow. now you could, could be here for a long time because again it's such a important part the growth of i guess home decoration home everything in homes has just gone with different based on hgtv and all these other television shows homes and i'm going to go right to jen when you agree are just it's just it's so amazing the growth of how people really have to have their house perfect jen well, growing up, my mom had to have everything perfect before anybody was allowed in. And thank God, after my second child, I was like over that part of my life. Um, but I would say because of COVID, we are doing so much more with our homes. We're doing a lot more with flooring. We're doing a lot more now with, um, Caroline, wouldn't you say like just the air quality? We're, we're yeah. now like consumed with air quality. And, and what would you recommend for people that are going through lockdown? How do we make our homes even safer? Well, I brought a treat for you guys today. Since Did you? I figured we needed to have show and tell because show and tell is always good. Yes. <laughs> but um, this is one of our like greatest, I think, accomplishments, but not just because it's ours, but it's a test kit that anybody can do in their home that allows you to test for mold, for allergens, for dander, dust mites, building supplies. Like if you have someone in the house who has some kind of asthma or a condition, 
it's a fantastic way to do it. So this is our examiner. It's a home test kit that we developed back in 2005. And then we've sort of, sort of updated along the way. But this has become the beauty, I would say, of the of the industry right now because everybody's home and they want to know I'm working in my basement. We have a lot of athletes and people who are working out in their basement and physical trainers that can't go to the gym. I want to know is the, is the air quality and breathing inside okay? Just like you said. So it's amazing what, what has happened. It's unbelievable. Can you elaborate on that, on what, what happens when we receive one of those? So, well, let's talk about things that happen in the house, for example, like, so a lot of people are concerned about mold right now because of the fact that we're in basements, we're in these locations, we're spending a lot of time in one location and mold is this common thing that affects us throughout the United States. And then of course I do homes all over the, all over the world. I'm doing a home in Australia right now, which is kind of fascinating. But when I look at homes, I'm always looking like how much mold do you have? And a test like this will tell me that. And molds do three things, which is kind of interesting. So it's something you see growing on a piece of fruit or in your shower, that fuzzy, ugly spore. That has a protein in it and also a beta-glucan. So that produces inflammation in about 20% of the population. But then that mold spore does something really kind of interesting. It can produce a VOC. And we associate VOCs with chemicals. You're probably familiar with it from paint. You want to select the paint that has low VOC. So molds actually produce chemicals, what's called an MVOC. So that little mold spore that you think is so, oh, it's just growing in the shower is now producing a chemical into the environment. Thirdly, if you have toxic molds that we hear about, and those are stachybotrys, and you've heard about them in the news and people get sick, and there's a lot of celebrities that say, I had toxic mold in my house, that can produce a mycotoxin. And that's a little particle that's sort of the size of COVID that gets all over your house and makes you sick. It's a neurotoxin. So because molds do these three things, it's really imperative to check your home at least every three years to know what's happening. That's so, so, so true. Wow. And, and, and molds dangerous as the bottom line, right, Caroline, it really can cause so many awful health effects. Exactly. And it's something you just take for granted. And I've seen 30,000 houses in my career. I mean, I've done celebrity homes. I've done people who are just regular everyday people that want to know, do I have mold? So it's a common thing that we all have. And because of showers and toilets and we bring all these things in and cooking and humidity, it easily gets high in a home. So it's really important to check it. And if you're spending a lot of time at home and you're not changing your environment, it's even more important. Caroline, I totally, I totally um, I'm on that page with you. We bought our house in 2005 um, here in Florida and we did a lot of renovating in, in the house. And I remember we were doing our master bathroom they had detected molds. So we like had to leave the house and everything had to do the whole, you know, remediation of it and everything. And like, you couldn't even like, you, we didn't know it was there. Like I came in and cleaned and everything, you know, you do when you come in and buy a home and everything, we didn't, had no clue it was there. And he showed us when he took it down, we had to do the whole mask and everything. I was like, oh my gosh. So, I mean, to think for, we did, that was the last area that we did in the house. So I kept telling my husband, now I know why I kept feeling so sick when we moved here. And I kept thinking it was allergies and I've never had allergies before. Right? Exactly. And when you buy a home, we encourage people, the two most important things to do when you are purchasing a home is one to test for mold, because once you get in, that's a big fix. That's not something you want to find out on the back end. You, exactly. you definitely want to know going in at least I'm going to have to fix a bathroom or a basement. And sometimes problems are just not fixable. So you don't want that home. So that's the first thing is to always test for mold. And the second thing I always recommend is water. Water is, even though you have, people think we have city water, it comes from the city, it's okay. 
the issues in like Flint, Michigan are a perfect example. What you're getting, what's leaving the plant isn't necessarily what ends up at your home. So the pipes can be corroded. Plus some people have well water. They don't have a, a city system. So that's something that can be really hard to change and lots of toxins and you can develop, you know, not just lead, but all kinds of things can end up in the water. So those are my two go-tos. And, and I used to work with an inspection company and I remember when people would call in and order their inspection, we would always suggest that, but they're like, oh, it's so expensive. And, you know, we would try to educate it may be expensive now. And would you rather have that expense now and either A, not buy the place or B, know what you're getting into versus going into the home and then the expense of like doing a mold remediation is just outrageous sometimes. Exactly. And they don't, they think like $300 sounds like a lot for a test, but when we tell them you could end up with $30,000 in remediation costs, or if you have a well, you're going to have to, or a city water that's polluted, you're going to have to really do some remediation on the water side. It's it's home, home ownership is not for everyone. And I try to explain that homes are a plethora of problems and being someone for 20 years that I've looked at homes it's crazy what you see. And I'm constantly learning as I go. I mean, 20 years out, you think, oh, she knows everything you could know about a house and you just, something presents and you're like, oh my God, I've never seen this, you know, crazy. No, I understand. Cause I live underneath an oak tree and it, it's in my neighbor's yard. It's a grand oak. It's like a hundred years old. It spans the entire roof of my house. So when it, the air quality, I, it's beautiful outside. It's raining pollen. Carolyn, it's raining pollen. So my dog's coming in and, and I'm taking care of her paws and she's sneezing and I'm like, here we go. What can we do for allergy season? Well, that's, it's a really good question too. Um, but what I was gonna say is that a lot of people, um, understanding why your home is so important is because we find that these particulates, so what we're talking about, like pollen, little particulates, like the size of COVID, pollution, if you live by a highway, if you live in Los Angeles, New York City, these little particulates get in the air. And what they do to us is they actually affect us in a very physical way. So they can attract, they can basically cause cognitive decline. They can cause heart and lung issues. They actually showed that when people were exposed to particulates, so they took um, measurements where they expose people to high levels of particulate and their cardiovascular function was significantly impaired. So just by using a HEPA filter in your home or using filtration, you can improve your cardiovascular function by almost 8%. So if you think about that, would you rather take a cardiovascular drug or would you rather try to filter your air? So home environments, what fascinates me is that when we look at a person, right, I can look at you and say, wow, you eat well, you're healthy, you exercise, you should be, you know, everything should be good, but we forget about the environment every day. We forget about how our homes impact us. And what's happened is COVID has pushed us to the front because you're saying, oh, look, I do all the things to be healthy. I take care of myself, but now you have an environmental factor that's causing us all to be deathly afraid and, and worry about our health. And it's the same with your home, things like radon, mold, allergens, dust mites, um, I mean, it goes on, VOCs, chemicals, formaldehyde, glyphosate, all of this stuff is in a home and it impacts you every day. And I, that's my job to go in and look at, oh, you're not feeling well. Is it something in your home right. that we could correlate back? So identifying it's tough. You mentioned, we're just talking mold, but I'll look at all these other things, radon. That's something that so many people make a mistake and that's going to cause cancer, right? If exactly. not figured it's out. leading cause of cancer um, in non-smokers in the country. So it's, it's very prevalent. It's, and these are things like formaldehyde, when we, the way we build now, we're building very tight building envelopes. We're building with energy efficiency. And that sounds great in theory, right? Because you don't pay a high electric bill. You don't pay a high gas bill. 
but that tight building envelope seals everything in. So that's what's causing all this, what we call sick building syndrome, which is a very old term, but we're just seeing a, a rise in allergies. Wow. And we're seeing also sometimes it's a socioeconomic situation where they're missing out on certain things because we haven't taken care of our home in certain ways and we've not checked those certain things and it causes so many other problems for the home and, and the families. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a really big issue. People need to realize how much your environment impacts your health. And that's my job is to educate people about that and say, look, you, if you have something wrong and you go to the doctor and everything's fine, look at your home, look at your environment, look at your office, look at your work and see what you're exposed to. And you'll find that there's correlations, pretty dramatic ones. So Caroline, as somebody who is just so, I'm sitting in my house, we're, at the end of the month, we're going to settlement. On Monday, we are doing a home inspection of our house we're purchasing. It's two years old. Um, so it's new construction. Um, it was built in 18. So, um, and I, the, the company that's coming to do the home inspection, I actually worked with them before, as I was saying. So what would you say would be the number one thing I should be watching out for? Of course, we're doing them. We're doing all the um, extra things and mold detection and things like that. Even if it's just two years old, I still want it to have that. Is there something that we should be watching for as a new home? Um, the first thing I would do is hire a NADCA certified duct cleaning company because your house is new and make sure your ducts are cleaned. It's, I mean, it is imperative. You, it's crazy what you find in there. Sheetrock dust, they throw sandwiches, chicken sandwiches, Coke cans. You'll find all kinds of stuff in your ductwork. And it's really important to get a look at it. It's sort of like what I call the colonoscopy of the house, but I want to know what it looks like prior. And it gives you a picture, right? So you know, okay, this is where we started. And if you ever get mold in there, you get some kind of, um, you can get growth on your coil and your HVAC system, you'll know. But clean it all out and make sure it's super clean before you, you know, move in. And that's NADCA. Make sure you use a NADCA certified company to do that. I will just wrote that down. And what about, um, and I know in California, they have the all house, um, what is it called? The all house um, air purifiers. What do, what do you think of those? Well, that's what we were talking about. So HEPA filtration can really improve your cardiovascular function significantly by like 8%. So if you're over the age of 65 in particular, you want to get HEPA filtration. It's really important to have it. You may not need all the other types of filtration. I like to test the air first and see what you need because I don't like to, everything has a plus and a minus to it. So you want to look at it and say, okay, do you need this or not? But HEPA filtration, especially in California with the fires is like very important. And there's some other filtration you can use too when you're in environmental factors like fires and pollution. Um, there's a company called IntelliPure. They make a very ultra fine, um, filtration system, which is great for COVID. We're doing a lot of UV for COVID. We're doing IntelliPure, which is um, ultra-fine filtration. So it's very important right now to have filtration because of COVID just in itself. Jen, you have a question. I'm sure. I'm just waiting on you. Okay. <laughs> I was seeing if you had a question, Neil. I, I will go follow up. You you want to have another question? I could go different directions in this whole okay. process, but you it's up to you. You yeah. could you'll pop in, Jen. So Caroline, just kind of looking at your mission and your vision and looking at your dreams of what you want to accomplish as this expert. Where where do you see yourself continually to keep improving in what you're doing? Oh my gosh. Well, it's been crazy. I mean, this is never I never thought that we'd be here. I mean, we've been you know, we just actually got named, um, we're one of the finalists for New Jersey Business of the Year 
So that was something I never even could imagine, you know, and COVID has pressed us. I mean, we're doing so many interesting things to deal with COVID in homes, like treating with UV light technology, treating with filtration, treating with ventilation. So we're getting people healthier, helping fight COVID. I just did a, a or my company, we did a um, UV light um, system for a, an orthopedic uh, medical practice. So we're getting all these so that you're safe. When you go in, you don't have to worry about COVID. That's our job to take care of it and to make sure that you're not affected. So it's huge. I mean, it's yeah. bigger than we ever imagined. It's crazy. I saw the UV light uh, robots that are out there that they did it for the for the uh, for the. Uh, I interviewed, the, I guess, the marketing director for the one when they were doing the Carolina Panthers place and the and those robots and they go amazing. The, oh, it's mm -hmm. unbelievable! And see, we talked about UV in the news and it disappeared. Why, Caroline? Because it really is a good way of disinfecting, right? the best technology we have in my opinion when the germicidal lamp hits that virus it's a two second it depends how you've got to have it structured properly but it's basically two seconds and it deactivates the virus it's amazing so you have to know how to put it in properly you have to be weary because there are these gimmicks out there you all know when you go on social media they're like buy this wand it's gonna eradicate covid and it's it's gimmicky but when it's really used properly in duct systems it's the it's fantastic and we use it um, in Wuhan. They so they had people sitting in a restaurant, and everyone was social distancing, and they had their masks on. And everyone in a building in a restaurant became sick. And they were like, "Well, why did this happen?" It was because somebody was sitting next to a return. And in your ductwork system, people who don't know, you have a forced tight air system that blows your air conditioning or heat out. Right? Not all buildings have that, but a majority of residential homes and and smaller buildings do. And so someone coughed near a return, and that air went through the system down into the filter, down into the, into the furnace and blew out through all the ducts and everyone in the building got sick. And so if you would just had UV light on the return, it would have hit the UV light as it went in, deactivated the virus and you wouldn't have had the issue. So I find it amazing what UV can do. So Caroline, you were talking about, you know, the gimmicks and everything. What, what should somebody look for when wanting to incorporate that in their home? Like, is there a specific product you support or recommend? Yeah, I really like all of us because we're all on our phones so much. You need to have a phone sanitizer and there's a company and I have no affiliation with them. So it's just a, it's just a, a plug, right? They, um, it's called phone soap and they make a device and it's, you know, it's yay big and you put your phone in it. And every time you come in and out or you're in an environment, it basically UVCs your phone. It's amazing. And it's been tested. It's set for the right duration of time. That's the thing with the UV wands. If they're not if you don't know what how much time you need to kill the virus, it, they don't work. But these are set for you. So you just put your phone in and then it's all ultraviolet lighted. So no bacteria, no E. coli, no enterobacter, no virus. And it really works. So I think everybody who has a cell phone, you know, smartphone, you need to have one. That's a great point. And, and talking about if we wanted to bring incorporate UV light into our homes, what would you recommend? So that's a duct system. Um, we do lots of them. And that's basically bulbs that go inside your ductwork. And so as the air passes back through, you have a return and it sucks air in. It's all recirculated air in homes predominantly, unless you have a, a positive pressure system, which is complicated, but you bring in fresh air. But most homes are recycled. So as the air comes into the return, it UV lights it, kills all the virus, the bacteria, molds, not just COVID, but lots of other things, flu. And then it goes back out and you have the clean air that goes out through the system. So to me, it, and it's very inexpensive. You're talking about something that's maybe $1,000, 1500 max to put in. So to me, if, you, if you're a residential homeowner, it's so smart. It, you know, 
getting these things now is hard because of COVID. You know, we all are on back order with our dehumidifiers and products. And you know that when you're trying to get something, you can't get it now. But, um, but moving forward, you know, you get on a wait list and you get it done. Is there one wand that you could recommend? Because at work, I'm spraying into the air and letting all, everybody that goes to the bathroom come back and we're going through a mist of spray, kind of like a car wash. Oh, no. So, so what? yeah, because I'm like, so, you know, I'm, I'm just very uh, <laughs> clean, militant, <laughs> militant, I think, um, as far as who's coming back in, because a lot of my sales reps are, are older. So I worry about them being out in the field. Um, with the wands, is there something that I could have for the office that I could wand them with or something? Because for me, going to the bathroom, I'm like double or triple masked. I have my gloves on. It's a small bathroom, even though it's, it's for my floor. There's not a lot of people in the building because of COVID. So it's already kind of like, you know, like a horror That's movie. That's where the buildings, you know, this is an airborne transmission predominantly. And we were doing a lot of surface testing prior. And this is something that transmits when it gets into the air and then you get into the air. And so, for example, if you were in a 10 by 10 room or a 20 by 20 room with 10 or more people, the reason they talk about these large groups is because if one person has COVID, it's like an 18 minute time frame, and somebody else is going to have COVID. So it's very quick. So really it's best, in my opinion, one to ventilate a lot. So if you have an open space in your office where you can open the windows and actually what we call dilute, see you don't, you need to dilute the air. That's the first thing. So make sure you're getting a lot of fresh air exchange. And if not, then you've got to go to the system and look at your HVAC in that building and maybe recommendations on doing the UV light would be great. How about a filter? You could do an IntelliPure standalone filtration system. They're not a lot either. They're about $1,000. That'll do about 1,500 square feet. It does ultra fine particle because you got to be careful. Like not every purifier is going to handle COVID. COVID is a very small 10th of a micron big, like little tiny particles. So for you, I think the IntelliPure standalone unit would be great. Then you could just position it by the bathroom. It'll constantly be you know, cleaning the air. That's crazy. Yeah. You can even put one in the, in the facility, in the bathroom area, if you're worried about it. Thank what you. about, what about Caroline cleaning your home, like for cleaning products? Yeah. So, um, I'm, you've got to watch a lot of the disinfectants cause they have high volatile organics. So what we found were a lot of people were one, they were burning their hands. They were using the disinfection too much, and then it creates poor air quality. So if you've got all these people in the home constantly using, you know, disinfection wipes, Believe it or not, when I test air quality, these disinfection wipes are actually very um, corrosive to air quality. They're bad. You know, they cause a lot of problems. So you don't want to use that as much. So hydrogen peroxide works great. It doesn't leave behind any VOC. You can mix hydrogen peroxide with a little bit of surfactant, which is just soap, um, and put a couple drops in. And that makes a great, like, space disinfection. You know, you just can't use it on things where it'll take out color. So, if, you know, hydrogen peroxide will bleach things like, you know, you know, we're familiar with it with hair and that type of thing, but it will take out color. So use that on toilets and sinks and bathrooms. It's phenomenal. You can just spray the hydrogen peroxide. You know, it comes in a dark, you can get it in a dark spray bottle. And what I do is get the bigger ones at like a Costco or BJ's or wherever. And I fill it up and then I just spray the shower and spray the toilet and sink. And it'll deter mold. It'll keep everything sanitized. And you don't even have to wipe it away. You can just leave it because it doesn't give off any volatiles or anything that oh. will harm you. Well, my life just changed. 
I'm going to not be bleaching so much anymore. No. And you know what? Bleach is really, the studies have shown us not to mix bleach with mold, for example, because the, the combination of it actually can be potentially carcinogenic. So you don't, I don't like using bleach and I really, you know, try to get my clients not to do that. To so use hydrogen peroxide, much safer, and you don't have to worry and you won't have that nasty smell and all that. Such. Wow. Such great tips so far. And we're almost close to running out of time, but I think that when you talked about COVID-19 and all that, how much research Carolina you've been doing through since the pandemic to really become the expert in this area, because especially in the home, you've done it for years. And I never even found out your background, how it all started, but we didn't get to that today, but that's okay. (laughs) But kind of tell us the story just specifically of the research you've been able to figure out and all these things to figure out what's best to help uh, disinfect your home from COVID and decrease the chances of getting it. Yeah. And it's, it's important to do shows like this because I think, when, when you turn on the news in general, you're not getting, you're getting about the vaccine, right? You're getting about what to do if you're out in a crowded space, but no one tells you what to do at home. It's very limited. So um, because I worked with very small particles like mycotoxins that we talked about with mold, they're very small particles too. So we were kind of prepared going into this, like unbeknownst to us, right? Here, we're working with these little particles and getting rid of little particles. And, and that's the same thing with COVID. So it really parlayed nicely into it. And so we have a lot of experience doing, we've been doing UV light since 2005. So to us, it's, it's old technology, but to all of you, right, it's really new. And, um, but it works great. And there's a lot of great filtration and ventilation and stuff available. I have a question, Neil, for Caroline. So tell us about the 2020 top 25 leading entrepreneurs. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, that was really exciting. They had, um, they chose 25 women in the state and I was lucky and very fortunate to be nominated and selected. So it meant a lot, you know, I, and it made me really realize, and I think you two can appreciate this, but there really aren't a lot of women. Like we think there's a lot of women CEOs out there. And when you start to really look at the numbers, I was flabbergasted at how low it was. So, you know, it makes me very proud. I've had a successful business for a long time and anyone who's had a successful business knows it is hard work. And, um, but uh, yeah, big honor. And we're excited because our company's up for business of the year this year in New Jersey. So I think we're very cutting edge. So that's cool. You know, like I'm just happy to be there and nominated and we're up against a lot of corporations that have been around a long time. So it's nice. It's very nice. Awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. So uh, talking about that process and understanding that, what tips do you have for entrepreneurs out there, especially women entrepreneurs to be more successful and to increase their business, especially with the challenges of what COVID-19 has brought on to lots of small businesses. So um, just stick to your guns. I mean, I, when I started with mold back in, you know, this 20 years ago without dating myself, but I, um, you know, people said, you're wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. You know, what, how can mold make you sick? Why is it, why do you think this? And we didn't have the internet back then. Like, I don't even know. I was young. I mean, I was a kid. I was 27 years old. And for some reason I had developed allergies living in New York city. And I said, well, this is weird. Why do I have allergies all of a sudden? I've never had allergies before. And I sort of sunk my teeth into something. And I said, there's gotta be a reason. And, you know, along the way, look, people have told me, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're talking about. You shouldn't be doing that. It's not, I mean, even family members, people who just, they don't understand. And when you have a mission, just stick with it. Like if you know that you're right, just, you know, educate yourself, learn everything you can just to become that expert and to know. Um, and 
you know, and just stick with your, your guns, be strong. <laughs> great, great tips. Fantastic is interesting. There's certain qualities that entrepreneurs have that, and I guess is never give up attitude is one of them. And to know you're going to fall and it's going to be a roller coaster at times, things are going to go really well. And then at times they're not, but hopefully we don't show when those times happen. So uh, great points you're making Caroline. Now, Jen, go ahead and summarize Caroline, because we're coming close to running out of time. Oh my goodness. Well, what I want to do is Caroline is, is the expert on healthy home. She can help you through our COVID. She can have lots of tips and advice for you. And congratulations on Entrepreneur of the Year. Thank you. You guys are so great. But just to educate everyone, please, I want everyone, if you are in your house and you go to the doctor and you get scans and you get tested and you don't know what's going on and you have allergies or you feel sluggish or, I mean, anything, um, you know, what some of my clients, they have cancer. So if you have these factors, look at your home environment, start analyzing it, do one test a year, just one test for allergens, test for mold, test for chemicals, and find out what's there and how you can improve your health. Cause you really can, you can make tremendous strides and differences. And so, you know, look, you're going to spend all this time working out and you're going to spend all this time eating. Well, you got to look at your environment, please, please. And Caroline, what, if you could give us one moment of gratitude that you've had during this time, what would it be? Oh, I was grateful that we could do a garden. We have a property. So we did like an acre big garden. It was huge. I wish I had a picture to show you because it was just, I never thought I'd be out there. I'm not a like soil type of planter, but we did everything. I mean, we planted like cucumbers to tomatoes to squash to, I mean, anything you could imagine. And uh, it was such a great experience just to be in the earth doing it. And we felt, I felt so good. So it wasn't that just health wise. I think it's good for us all to be outside more and you know, we get stuck in our computers and homes and, you know, so go outside. I love that. And how can we find you? Healthyhomeexpert.com. Or you can visit us. I mean, we're on Instagram. You can just type in healthy home, my healthy home. We come up, we're a national company and we service everyone throughout the United States and internationally as well. So if you want to test your home, you can call us, we can send you a kit. You don't even have to you don't have to have anybody traipsing through your environment. Just order a kit. You can do all kinds of testing with us, anything you need. Um, and we'll do it and get it done and you'll have information. Awesome. Pearl? I just want to thank, I loved your advice too for women entrepreneurs. I think it's amazing because, you know, it, it's a tough world out there and just keep pushing through and believing in. I, even myself, my family had has doubts. Even today, I still get doubts, but I just like push through it. And I just love that. So I'm excited. I'm going to definitely take your advice for Monday when I do my home inspection. I can't wait to share everything to my, my group. So I'm really excited to get you out there. So thank you so much for being on the show today. And Neil, I'm going to bring it back to you. Well, Jen has to close it out, but again, thanks again. And I think that it's such great timing to talk about these things because we're so stuck in our homes so much more and it's crazy. And I, I can't wait till we won't be stuck in our homes all the time uh, because it's just, it's tough. I guess, you know, living in Florida, you don't want to be stuck in your home because you go right outside and see the beautiful beauty. But as Caroline and I are dealing with New Jersey and Pennsylvania, guess what? We are, <laughs> we're dealing with another shutdown lockdown and we have to really get used to making our homes healthy and we, so we can breathe well, we can be safe and we can decorate and feel good about them. So the, thank you again for stopping by. I appreciate that. So go ahead, Jim, with the closeout. Thank you. And thank you, Caroline. I want to have you back. I'd like to have you back for a few more segments. 
Helping Absolutely. Anytime, you guys. I love and questions. So I'm the best. When they put me on Sirius XM, they open up the phone lines. And that's like my favorite. Like when people ask home questions, because people have so many different issues at home. So I, I love that. It's endless. It's absolutely endless. And now everybody's taking like notes of their house going, oh my gosh, like I, I forgot that. <laughs> I didn't know that was there. Whose house is this? Like I went through one of my walls and it was like on TV and I'm like, what happened there? You know? <laughs> When you work an eight hour job and you come home, you just kind of, it's, it's, you know, it's a lot to do. Now with. it's your priority, right? Like all of a sudden, cause you're staring at it and you're like, wait, that's not good. I'm like, but before you were just like, ah, eh, who cares? I'm out. So, right. Yeah. I blasted myself with a bleach plenty of times. So I'm so thankful. <laughs> like my biggest pearl of wisdom through this, right. Little gratitude moment that I've had is bleach. No more. Right. And good girl. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and, and so I'm getting my bottle of peroxide, putting a few drops of like Dawn dishwashing detergent or something. Yeah. And you don't have to use the Dawn. You can just use the straight hydrogen peroxide on the toilet in the shower. And straight hydrogen it. peroxide and everything's good. Holy, I'm just, holy moly, moly. <laughs> All right. So perfect. Well, I am Jennifer Hall. I'm the mother of gratitude. Thank you for listening to your beautiful day on the Gratitude Radio Network. And Pearl Sharenza, who is my life coach. Thank you, Pearl, for being with us. Thanks, everybody. I love it. was a great show, as always. As always. And you've been listening to Carolyn. I'm going to try to say this right. Carolyn Polatsky. <laughs> you got it. You got Thank it, girl. <laughs> my healthy home, who is America's healthy home expert, has been having us learn more about how to navigate through COVID healthy and in our homes. So thank you. And thank you, Neil Haley. You're welcome. You're welcome. Absolutely. Always great to simulcast you guys and just find the right guests that are awesome. And I think it's just really good to look at these things, especially the UV. Uh, really look into that, everybody, especially when you might have a lockdown for a bit if you live in the Northeast. Uh, this is not good. <laughs> Till that vaccine's out not there. Florida. I know, I know that Florida should be opening up conferences and they should do everything because and tell the businesses you can come, don't worry, but they don't do that. Wear your hazmat outfit. I don't care. We're not being locked down. This is the wild west. I mean, exactly. You have to do, but we're open, man. All right. I'm old. You've lots of mold down there. <laughs> You're locked in. I'm Holland. So thank you for listening to the Gratitude Radio Network. Until next time, remember, you are blessed, you are loved, and you are sacred. Mwah. I love you. Have a beautiful day. Celebrity Slots. Free spin. Free to play mobile social slot games in the likeness of your favorite celebrities. Making money. Spin to win celebrity experiences through sweepstakes. Free to download, free to play. Yeah, baby. What are you waiting for? Win meet and greets, celebrity merchandise, gift cards, and more. Download Celebrity Slots today.